You're so good at that. <laughs> you would think, right? After all these years. <laughs> you would think. You get a lot of practice. I heard you on the on the radio today when I was in the Uber. Oh, you did? Yeah. Kiki's like, is that Laura? I'm like, yep. <laughs> anyway, improper etiquette. I'm Yay. the Tividad. <laughs> McSweeney. You know, you know, people ask me, they're like, what's up with Nati? And I'm like, oh. I love that. And we have a guest. Snow the product is hanging out with us Yay. today. Yay. What's up? So, so Snow, just so you know, the reason that Leah calls herself Natividad because that's my grandmother's middle name. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy that I wasn't named Natividad because I was like, I already have my mom's name is Yolanda. So my name is like Laura Yolanda. And I was like, no, Natividad. And Leah loves it. I think it's the fucking sickest name I've ever heard. Like, that is the sickest name. It's sick. Well, where's your family from? Guatemala. Oh, okay, yeah. Y'all got, the, y'all got the extra names. A- extra, yeah. They, they love to have extra, extra names, you know? <laughs> if I have another kid, like, I'm possibly naming her Natividad. Oh, my God. I'm not kidding. I love it. It's oh so cool. <laughs> it's like the nativity. It is. But nativity. That's what, that's that's what exactly it means. It. It's so dope. <laughs> it's not creative. So what if I just call her nativity? Nativity. You can. <laughs> All right. And Nati for short. Yeah. <laughs> Snow, where are you from? California. Uh, what part of California? Of the Bay Area. And then I lived in San Diego forever. I live in L.A. now. Okay. Yeah. You, my voice sounds rough as hell. You were Sorry. you've had a you had a rough night. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we just got in last night, so we just started drinking wine and eating cookies, which I'm typically on keto, so like I really go oh. in whenever I'm not. Let's so. talk about keto because yeah. I just I just finished the Sakara cleanse, oh. which is <clears throat> but it's it's vegan, but it is ke- it's sem- somewhat keto because mm-hmm. there are some things where they give you a lot of fat, like oils, right? Yeah. Is this it? Yeah. Like yeah. so, what kind of oils? Um, well, the coconut kefir. Okay, and I know it's basically you just starve yourself, but coconut <laughs> kefir, and then they have this MCT oil. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that stuff yeah. is crazy. Yeah. But Jenna Jameson, who I follow and I love, um, she's like transformed her body with the keto yeah. thing. How yeah. long have you been doing it for? Uh, I started keto in like 2014 and then I like totally would fall off because I'm like obsessive compulsive. So like if I would fall off, I'd just fall off and like never look at it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So finally like this, like last year I started to, even if I fall off, like I just get back on it. So yeah. like I've been kind of more of a lifestyle situation. So like even my girlfriend, when I met her, she knew nothing about keto and I was just like, this is just how I'm going to live. And so she cooks, but it always takes me off of keto, but I try to stay <laughs> on it because she's like baking and I'm like, great. Oh, and yum. my kid, yeah, like my kid and her eating cupcakes and I'm there like, oh, I hate y'all. So, yeah. so what kind of stuff do you eat like for keto? Um, well, the reason I could, because everybody in LA obviously is vegan. So they're like, oh, you shouldn't be keto. You should be vegan. And I'm like, the thing is, I love steak. Like I'm Mexican. So like I make carne asada is like Every right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I can make like lettuce wrap, like tacos and stuff like that. Yeah. I really like my Mexican food. So, um, yeah, steak, bacon. Um, I try to do as much lettuce. I had a salad today with like just goat cheese and cranberries and 
don't know. That's so it, it, so super basically, grown. no, no. It's a, so it's yeah. high fat, high protein. <laughs> it's high, yeah, but so no, no carb, no it's sugar. It's no carb, no sugar, high fat. Yeah, not too high protein, but yeah, pretty much they have these little keto strips you pee on, and I feel like I'm having a pregnancy test. Wait, 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 hold wait. on. I didn't know about this part. <laughs> wait, what? You got to pee on something? Well, if you really want to check your, because me, like, like I told you, like I do dirty keto. Like I don't really like. I'm not like super strict or like clean or anything. So it's like I do try to see when I'm in ketosis and stuff. I get into it like about 24 hours of like getting back on. Because it's when you're that's when you're burning like the fat, the fat yeah. right? Because you're in ketosis. Yeah. That's why. Interesting. It, Dang. That's yeah. what I was telling you on Queen of Zelda. that I, I weigh like 30 more pounds. So wow. it was like, it was. But was crazy. it on purpose for your character? <laughs> we'll say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say it was. I was like, yes, I was an overweight Chola in that character. <laughs> no, I just was. And what about working out? Are you. Um, yeah, well, I like to work out, but I haven't been working out because I've been lazy and working on like. I've and been traveling. so busy. Yeah, I've been so busy. But yeah, for the most part, I. I uh, I'm, I played soccer my whole life, so I like. Oh, I love out. soccer. Yeah, Good that's sport. pretty dope. My girl, um, Debbie Dev in Houston, and in LA now. I, I can't keep track of her, but she had a baby last year, and she's very about the keto diet. And I've literally uh, like watched her whole body transform. Wow! And she looks amazing. Yeah. And I'm sitting here watching her eat cheese and shit. I'm like, what? Like, this looks delicious. Yeah. So I, you know, just to see her body transform, I mean, she looks incredible. So I've seen it work for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. It does get hard though. Cause I love cereal. Yeah. So, like, oh, and it's yeah. so easy to like, just go to the kitchen. So you're just like walking by the cereal. What kind, what kind of cereal person are you? Everything. Everything. Like I'm like, even the healthy cereal. I just yeah. really like cereal. It's, it's so a good easy. Snack. Yeah. It really it's like, is. what the heck? And then you're just watching TV and hi. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I always have, I have a bound is really, a, it's a challenging to be healthy while stoned. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I struggle with that because yeah. I'm like, I want a snack. But I'm like, I should be eating a salad, but I'm stoned and I want to yeah. eat donuts and fucking yeah. cereal. And cuddle and watch TV. <laughs> like, that's the best. My what biggest cereal argument is that I try to keep it on the healthy side, right? Yeah. So my man, he's like, if if his cinnamon toast crunch, like, <laughs> he's like you know, drops a new one, like the true rolls, he's like, I have to find it. <laughs> I have to find or Or like collabs, you know what I mean? And I'm like, can we just stick to like just the Cheerios or the kicks? And he's like, nah, 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 nah. Like, it's always a fight. And I have to meet him kind of in between. Um, Honestly, I feel like when you're eating cereal, if, unless you're going super healthy, there's no difference between like a fucking cinnamon toast crunch and a Cheerios. Yeah, and then I go to ice cream because it kind of has a oh, similar count of like smell. calories. So then I'm just like, well, if I'm going to eat a bowl of cereal, <laughs> I can technically eat ice cream. So then I'm sitting isn't it there crazy, eating. Isn't it crazy how this shit runs our life? Like, yeah. But I'm like the same way with eating and everything. I'm yeah. like a little crazy about it, yeah. you know? She um, did the whole Saqqara thing. I tried it for a week, and it was all like, that? it's all plant-based. It's all it's like plant-based. Plants. Even though they do say it's keto, kind of, but <sighs> it's not because you can't, you don't eat meat, you don't eat dairy. Plant. And it's like high fat, like, yeah. in some things, but it's like plant-based stuff, you know? So like, after a week, I tried to do it, and I was like, why am I so gassy and bloated, and I felt like shit? So was I was crazy. like with a group of girls who did it, and then they were like raving about how clean they felt and this. And I was <laughs> Like, why am I, like, farting all over the place and my oh, stomach dude, hurts? I was, too. It was crazy. I think I was constipated, too, yep. and I was like, this Did shit the plants? 
sucks. It was because it was because I Googled it because I'm like, wow, I haven't taken a shit in literally 10 days. So something might be wrong. <laughs> and I Googled it and I'm like, this is crazy. I thought I'd be shitting my brains out, feeling amazing. Not all the time. Right. And it's, if you have too much fiber, your system like can't like break it down and process it. So it's just like, it's just like, not, it's yo, like I learned it's not for everyone. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not. But <laughs> I, I met an, another girl of, of, of the circle. They did the same. She had the same reactions. I, I was like, it's just not for me, fam. Have yeah. you? No, I'm just let's go back to cereal for a minute because when I was stoned, I thought about this. But listen, and I've only told Rob about this, but now I'm going to tell everybody have you noticed? And I don't mean to be all crazy feminists on everyone right now, but all the cereal box characters are all men, all of them. There's no fucking girl cereal characters, not one, not one. Where are the cereals for the girls? Why do we have all the men cereals? I don't understand. I'm trying to the think. Rabbit, that is, I know. The rabbit, the leprechaun, yeah, the, bee. the tiger. What the fuck? They're all men. The three Keebler elves or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. They're all dudes. There's not one fucking woman. Wow. There, there's no female characters. Not. It's pretty weird. Yeah. It's really fucking Snow's weird. Snow's going to be looking at all the cereal. Hold on. Let me see. Let me yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've Sometimes, you know, the generic ones, maybe there's a like a, a girl one in there somewhere. That's an interesting observation, though. Just keep your eyes open, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So, Snow, tell us a little <laughs> bit about, like, going back. Because I don't, honestly, I, which is, I, I purposely, I was like, you know, I don't really know too much about you, but I've heard it. Anytime I've heard your name come up, everyone's like, yo, she's she's really dope. Like, she's really dope. <gasps> dope. So, I want to know a little bit about, like, your your background as, a, as like, an MC and how the whole music thing came to be. Um... I started out with the like just regular freestyle battling like all that scene and then wait 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 okay but hold on because you can't just like gloss by there because (laughs) the whole freestyle battle scene is extremely competitive yeah and I feel like the newer artists of today don't really get to I'm not saying all (laughs) saying a lot don't even really know what it is to be equipped lyrically to be able to compete in a lot of these ciphers. Yeah. For sure. Well, it doesn't matter anymore, but <laughs> unfortunately, mm-hmm. but you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I come from like that type of scene. I didn't get into like fucking, you know, smack and all that shit. Right, right, but right, 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 I right. definitely at the beginning, that's where I, what I was doing when I was like locally rapping. And then um, I eventually was told like, yeah, but like battle rappers never make good songs. So like every time that I would be like showing somebody bars, they'd yep. be like, yeah, but you you guys can't make good songs. So then mm-hmm. I like got fixated on to like just writing or like being a better songwriter. Yeah. So then I just kind of like left all that shit alone. And I was like trying to just be a better songwriter because my dad made mariachi music. So like he wrote songs. So he was just like, can you write an actual song? So yeah. I was like, all right, cool. So uh, then I just decided to be a rapper by profession. That's so dope because it's true. Like battle rappers always have that like stick. If you really think about it, I'm trying to think. Like Cassidy did it, right? Yeah. Cassidy. I mean, he had some hit records, but most of them have and live with that stigma of not ever being able to put out like a, a decent record. Yeah. And I think that's. I think it's incredibly dope that like you know first of all your dad is a musician mm-hmm. and mariachi to me it's like so much respect because that goes back to the basics did your your dad played instruments too yeah and my grandpa has played a violin and the guitar and a mariachi for like fucking a hundred years right that's so cool (laughs) did you did you play any instruments growing up uh i played the saxophone in middle school which was pretty funny but because of lisa um lisa simpson yeah but um (laughs) 
that I was love it. it. That's dope. <laughs> but that was it. Like, um, I tried it. I tried it. But um, I still have it. And I just bought a trumpet at the swap me like a couple weeks ago. I so say I might become a trumpet player. What I was, never I never heard about swap. What are they called? Swap? Flea market. Swap I know, me. but it's swap like me. it's such a swap LA. Me. It's such a West Coast. Very West Coast. Thing. Yeah, like, yeah. I never heard it's of like it up until market. five years ago. Really? Yeah. yeah. We don't call that. Yeah, but you've been going to LA for a long time. That's the first time I swear. Growing up, I sold yeah. at the swap me with my mom. That's what she would do. So what it? Yeah, well, what would you sell at the swap me? <sighs> Everything. My mom. Was a businesswoman. She so she thought so everything. It just sucked because I had to be there at like four a.m. to like hold the spot. So yeah. now me and my brother are sitting there like this fucking sucks. And people are coming by like I'll give you a dollar for that. I'm like that fucking cost me twenty five dollars. You asshole. So yeah, no. It, it really is That's like a good learning. Experience, you go though. there and you finagle and you try to get. You know what I mean? It's it's a flea market. Yeah. You know and you just you can get everything from like grills to like. Food to white T-shirts to I don't yeah. know anything anything that you hair whatever you want like it's yeah. really like a one stop shop clothing I love it everything you it's can like, you can find like you can you can have like one find that's yeah. worth like three weeks of going yeah. like that shit is lit <laughs> it gets a little bit addicting because you do find some really cool shit that's and I have like cool. a yeah what's one of, what's one of the coolest things you found at the swap meet fuck. I, I actually, like, because I'll shoot some of my own music videos, so, like, a lot of times I'll go, just, I'll let the universe tell me what my next song is going to be because I go and I find something weird and unique and I want to shoot a music video involving that, so then I'll, like, try to make a song that will make, lend itself to a music video that can have that in there. That's tight. Yeah, so I did. <laughs> I went and I found this cool-ass, like, dollhouse uh, box and this next music video that I'm dropping called Gaslight. It's, like, all in a dollhouse-type vibe where I'm, like, killing guys, and it's pretty cool. That's <laughs> how are you killing them? Uh, well, you never really actually see it, but I kind of we she my girlfriend's in it too. Um, we poisoned them with um, this piece of cake. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then you like don't see it. Kill them. Yeah. Oh, and we're, she's throwing cereal at them. That's funny. <laughs> I forgot about the cereal scene. She's walking around with a bag of cereal the whole time. But Hilarious. yeah, is she your muse? Who, yeah, sometimes. Well, Aww. no, don't tell her. She'd be like, when we'd be in the studio, she'd be like, don't write about me. I'm like, but yeah. I'd She's be like, write about me. I met her in New York. Oh, nice. Where yeah. in New York are you from? Cool. Oh, nice. And now you live out on the West Coast? Nice. Nice. No, hell yeah, she does. She does. Get away from the cold. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't blame you. Wait, uh, Snow, are you a mother? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. You have a son, daughter? Son. He's eight. How old? Eight. Mm -hmm. Aww. Wow. He's crazy. How do you balance motherhood and your career and just being, you know, and amazing and all around? You know, it's crazy. I was like, I just showed her at 4 a.m. I'm like texting him. I'm like, I love you. I miss you. What are you doing? And Mm. it's like 4 a.m. Like he should not be up. But I'm like, yeah, he didn't respond. But I'm like, damn, I miss him. Like I, I, you're always in a constant, you know, when I'm working, I miss being home and just being that. And then when I'm there, I'm like, fuck, I need to get my shit together because I have someone that I have to provide for. Right. So it is it's been a constant, especially because, you know, I raised him like he was born and then I got signed. So then it was just like I, I've always been in and out, but I've always been the main person that takes care of him. So yeah. it has been a little bit hard on my career and I guess you know I've lost opportunities or like haven't been who I quote unquote was supposed to be because I do prioritize family and um it's it's crazy it's hard but it's do you do you feel like because do you feel like 
our culture doesn't really isn't friendly towards motherhood and mothers. Yeah, it's not. It's 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 PC and it's like, you know, whatever to say it on social media or for people to like say certain things, but just things don't lend themselves to um to what, you know, when you're a full-time mom. Like of yeah. course if you're super famous and you have a baby in front of the cameras and you have nannies and everything, that's, that's one a thing. Story. But when you're actually in it and you have to do these networking parties where like you're really not getting anything out of it, but you're leaving your kid at home and now you got to find a babysitter and things are just so costly and it's like it's a lot of things that do end up affecting you. So, yeah. You know, I always felt like cuz I had my daughter like kind of young and for New York at least. And I felt like um it helped me, like, want to work harder. Yeah. And it, like, she helped, like, ground me. Yeah. You know? That's a you fact. You feel the same way, obviously. Yeah, yeah I was wildin' right before, like, <laughs> right, <laughs> right before. And then it was like, oh, shoot. So I really did just, like, cut out so much bullshit because I was just like, I just don't got time. Which was around the time when, like, my, my career was kind of going from, like, local to, like, a little bit more national. So a lot of people were like, oh, you think you this, you think you that. And it's like, no, I have a kid. Like, yeah, I have hello. no reason <laughs> to hang out or do any of that shit unless we're really doing something because I really have to provide for this kid. So I do think he centered me and he, like, grounded me and yep. that was the best thing he said I my think life. Cardi B getting pregnant and having her baby at the height of her career was such a positive message yeah. to so many women yeah. saying, look, yeah. you can be you know you can have it all yeah. right because like, think about it lauren hill did the same thing yeah. but lauren hill had to take she had to choose you yeah. know what i'm saying she had to go this route whereas nowadays thank god and it is going towards a place where you could have a kid like that and that's fucking dope i hope that it you know they keep supporting that it's because, interesting because we saw like rico nasty also she has a son she had a son really young too, yep. i think like at 18 or 19 and everybody would tell her this it's the same story we hear all the time and i'm sure you heard it too you're pregnant yeah. your career's over yeah you're done yeah you know nobody wants to see so you crazy and then it's like but not even well, e- i know e- especially even, as a performer even if it's <sighs> a non-performer yeah you think about all that like i won't be able to have enough time to like work like i'm gonna have you know it's all that work 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 and i mean look women are now women more women are graduating a four-year college than men mm-hmm. women are now you know more women are entering the medical fields than men that's because they are having children later you know yeah. But then there's complications with that also, right? right? So how do we get, how does society become more focused on protecting, on supporting, expecting mothers, you know? Right, so it's yeah. a friendly kind of environment, but it's it's hard. Yeah, because even in, and we had in the last episode of the podcast, we even discussed it a little bit too, because even in the corporate world, I know a lot of my friends who are crazy discriminated against oh yeah, yeah. Big time. You know, for being pregnant in the workplace you know yeah. it's always a constant battle and okay not to mention everything as a woman you're going through emotionally physically yeah. like yeah that's not even half of it you know what i mean that's just the beginning that you know something you have to like work towards and i think like i'm like you'll never no one will ever understand if you go through it yeah you know I, but it's it's really crazy but I, I just think it's really beautiful like to leah's point like it was such a powerful moment when someone at the height of her career, like Cardi B was just kind of like, I'm going to have my baby and I'm going to continue, Yeah, you know? And I yeah. think that's, I think it's really, really special. And that's why it's important. Like when you said you have a son too, I was like, it's really dope because you can still live your dream and you're a perfect example of that. Yeah. Well, with me, I mean, I had to make a conscious decision of like quality of life yeah. versus, you know, like anything else. Like I c- could have obviously, you know, done things differently, but I wanted to never regret not being there for things that mattered. You know, like I do, I would wake up 
kind of paranoid, like, fuck, am I missing this or am I going to do this? So, yeah, I would bring him on tour when it was like, it was it was pretty much making me not really make no money because I was like having him on tour and having, you know, like somebody to help me to take care of him and everything. But so I wanted him there, you know, so it's been great. And he wasn't so much in the public eye because I didn't want that for him. But at eight and because of Fortnite and YouTube and everything now he's like what's good like I'm trying to and I'm like what I'm like no I always said I didn't want him to be in this and here he comes his own little personality yeah, his oh my own, god I love it what's, whole his, thing. Uh, what's his name Drew Aw. yeah so he, Aww, he, he, he has an Instagram now he's brand new to Instagram oh but yeah, god oh my god that's he's amazing crazy, crazy kid so tell us about your reoccurring role in Queen of the South, though. How did that come about? <laughs> um, they reached out and they were like, would you like to do this? And honestly, I was shitting bricks. I was like, no, like, no, <laughs> I would not. Because I'm like, I was genuinely scared of like just being that typical rapper that has that role. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? That's like awkward. So um, <laughs> but they were like, just give it a try. Here's the here's the script, you know, whatever. So I did it and um, I sent them my little... Um, my audition audition tape? Tape? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they, and I was like, I literally sent it and I was like, I'm going to forget about this. Fuck it. Like, I'm probably not going to get it. It's all right. Don't, right you know, right. trying to like make myself feel better. And yeah, they hit me up and then it turned into like four episodes on one season. And then they were like, oh, we're going to bring you back on another season. So I was like, oh, shoot. So now I got like a little, what's that thing called? The little, the, the IMDB thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, legit. Yeah. Like, I'm legit. Like, one time I was trying to get into a strip club and I didn't have my ID and I like pulled myself up and I was like, yo, I got an IMDB. I was like, what's up? And they let me in. That's, That's dope. That's so good. I love it. What strip club? Uh, or Sam's. Where? Sam's in LA. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, they have good cheese fries. That wait, we've had the discussion before. Why do strip clubs have really fucking good food though? Yeah, I don't know. Like, why? I don't know what strip club was it here. Was it oh, there's God. a lot of love in the air? I think it was perfection. I don't even remember, but I just remember leaving and like leaving with a plate of like wings and like mac and cheese. And I, I think it was like greens and it was slamming. In like, Atlanta, so, remember Atlanta? We fucking with you know what? Some Happened to be in Atlanta too. It yeah. was slamming. I was like, who needs after the club food when you have it all? All, it's a one-stop shop. You can have know. buns and buns. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you have both. Yeah. And then you get people who don't go to strip clubs. They'll be like, why would you eat at a strip club? It's like, you don't know. Because you haven't even tried it. <laughs> We're drunk right now. We don't care. <laughs> so, okay. So you were with Atlantic for a while, right? Mm -hmm. And now yeah. you're solo, and independent. Yeah. How, how are you feeling about the whole move? Great. I wish I would have done it sooner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I didn't. For, well, for any aspiring artists that are listening, like, can you just, I don't know, whatever you feel comfortable with, uh, pros and cons, because, you know, mm. you know the story. A lot of artists, and I've seen them all the time, their dream is to get signed, right? Yeah. And then they don't really realize that business of music. And then yeah. once, you know, the ones that educate themselves who decided, you know, take control of their own path, sometimes makes a yeah. lot of times make so much more money yeah no i don't i don't ever shit on atlantic because they did change my life right like right. you know i've said it before like i was pregnant i had 20 dollars in the bank i didn't i was i didn't have shit yeah. you feel me and they did give me an advance where i was able to live and if i was anybody else i would have spent that advance dumb but i invested it and everything went into everything that i have now which so now like i do get to you know take a step 
out. I do wish I would have done it sooner because I have been having the same situation and the same mindset. So I knew that I wanted to leave, but I did give them a chance to be like, all right, cool. Like they kept being like, no, for real, we got you. Like we're going to do what we said we were going to do, but they got other priorities and that's fine. Business is business. And if other people are priority, that's fine. Um, But it was like a relationship where like, I feel like me as a cancer, I was just too scared to like step away from. I was like, but I want it to work, you know? So it's like, but it just didn't work out, but it's fine. Like I, I, as a Mexican American female rapper, that raps a particular way like very aggressively and doesn't sell sex there was no way to prove myself in this industry other than to be connected to a label because even my own peers or even my own you know chicano rap or mexican-american rappers like everybody didn't think i was going to be shit but then once they hear atlantic they're like oh atlantic records recording artist blah blah blah. so it kind of was like that little little bit of a cosign to my own people to kind of get me over the hump of being a local rapper so it's cool. It is what it is. Life is life. But do you, so with this not no selling sex thing, do you do that purposely or it's just not your thing? Or did you make like a conscious like ever? It's just not your thing. Like you just don't want to do it's, it. It's not. Or were my, you like, I'm going to do it different? Like a not. I grew up traditionally Mexican, like traditional Mexican where it's like Catholic and like all yeah. this shit. So like something instilled in me was very much like if I do this you know they're gonna whatever but it's like that was the case with most of my life like everything about me i was very like like they they teach you to be very modest and humble right but um it's not like i you know what i'm saying it's not like i've said it before because there's times when like let's say because if i go to the club obviously i dress a particular way and if i pose a selfie now people are oh you selling out but it's like (laughs) i dress normally i just tried to do my best at my career people being able to when somebody brings me up in a room they go oh she's dope they don't go oh she's this or hot or you know sexy or anything it's like i'm dope like i just wanted to focus on my rap skills and i at the beginning of my career obviously there was a lot of comments like oh she's only doing this because you know she's a chick or she's she's probably fucking somebody so i always kind of had that chip on my shoulder like i didn't want anybody to ever think i got this from anything other than just me being a good artist but that doesn't mean, you know, I don't, like, I shit on anybody. Right, you're not like, knocking whatever. anyone of course, else. Of yeah. course. Your specific way that you do things, and you have your own values and morals. That and, like, Lauren Hill you. raised me. So, like, yeah. you know, yes. it's like Lauren Hill, The Brat, Missy Elliott, like, those type of artists. And back in, you know, like, Brandy and Aliyah and, like, everybody that kind of, that vibe was, like, you're still sexy. You don't have to do too much. And I felt, like, also, as a conscious decision you already have this lane like you already got all the girls that are that are talking about their you know everything yeah. so it's like i'll just be over here like yeah which is smart God. i think that's you cool know? and at yeah. the same time it, it's funny because even like even though me like i was like lauren hill raised me but at the same time i would listen to little kim yeah me and too I hardcore adored her you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean for what she like we, we've had this feminist discussion like little kim is a fucking feminist and she made it okay for women to own their bodies and talk shit because just because you don't you know whether you choose not to rap about it or portray or dress a certain way doesn't mean you can't be sexy you know you just do it on your own terms yeah I think and I think it's really interesting because I've seen in the music industry like and most recently just get women get first of all because I, I remember one time I had this discussion with somebody like why aren't we seeing more female MCs or more you know ah, they're like you know women are tougher to work with well what do you mean You're like ah, you gotta spend so much more money on them on makeup artist and hair and this it was all a bunch of bullshit excuses oh i've had a manager before that said uh you got to get the money out of the female artists before they go crazy and i'm like (laughs) you're a fucking dick like yeah it's always like you know you're a bitch if you say no you're a bitch if you know you don't like certain things or if you know what you want or you know the the comment you know how she is 
amongst two men in a room while you're standing there is infuriating. So, yeah. That's um, why I love the word bitch. That means you know exactly what you want. Yeah. And you're not afraid to tell somebody. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I was I, I, I like the, the, the way that my career has played out because it's been like slow and steady to where like. I now am very confident in things and it wasn't ever, there was never like this hype where like there was all this random mm -hmm. negativity towards me. Right. It was more just like, it's just been like, if you know about me, you know about me. If you don't, you don't kind of stay out of my way. Like, I like that because I just have too much anxiety for all that. I, I remember when like Bad Baby got signed or whatever to Atlantic and I fucking hit her up and I was like, yo, congrats. Because do you know at 15, like if I would have got... Some of, like, all that shit, like, bro, I would have fucking killed myself. I like, mean, yeah. Like, you feel me? Real. Like, for real. I and know. it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's a lot it's of pressure. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. And I also I, like, the amount of negat negativity that's just nonstop hitting her and so many other people. It's but just like, artists in general are always targets. Art yeah. Artists are always targets. People look at them as if they're not human, they have no feelings, they, they could just go in and just talk whatever shit that they want. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. Yeah, I still get it. Like, you know, and obviously, I like that it's a lot less, but it's like, yeah, it, a lot of times you're held on this pedestal, like, you know, um, especially like right now with like immigration and like Donald Trump, like all this stuff. Like, I've been speaking about that before it was even headlines. Right. You feel me? Like, I've been literally for like 10 years plus like fucking talking about immigrants and Mexicans and fucking, you know, everything. I barely paid for my mom to be a citizen like literally i said fucking fuck we legalized my mom on fucking sway like i don't know how many years ago and i got so much shit for that like fuck your mom you know we, we want weed and i'm like all this shit and then now all these years later all of a sudden Wait, people are like legalize my mom fuck weed and people no, I said mad. fuck weed legalize my, my mom, mom. Okay. i said it on a, it was a bar no like but, it wasn't even no, that that's right, right, great I yeah mean. so um but and so now, randomly, for people to be like, you're not speaking enough on this subject. Oh and I'm just God. like, bro, suck my fucking dick. Like, <laughs> are you kidding so me? That's like, a, I, I did it for, for this long. Y'all got it. You got it. Now right. all the mainstream artists right, do it. Right. You, know? it's, it's about, you step up and <laughs> put it's some crazy. substance People are like policing yeah. everything. Yeah. It's or like, nuts. I'm not brown enough to speak on brown issues. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Yep. It's, it's weird. Social media is a, a weird very, place right now. It's a weird time Everyone's like, oh, fuck. It's fucking crazy yeah. like twitter especially yeah i got the fuck off of twitter Twitter is <laughs> one ugly cesspool of because it basically gives a bunch of idiots a platform yeah the president. that's it <laughs> yes and him yeah it, literally literally anyone can build a following yep and say anything it's crazy yeah anyway um Back to, um, I'm really curious also about your whole, like, label and how you, like, um, Dove, who is uh, excellent, and and, I, and, I, <laughs> and I'm shouting her out just because she's an incredible force, like, behind the she's scenes. She's amazing. Yeah. And uh, she was giving us, like, you know, the whole, like, <laughs> make sure you talk about this, 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 this. And yeah. I'm like, wow. It's so uh, To me, I'm sorry, it makes me feel good because I've seen people walk in in interviews with somebody and not give a fuck. Yeah. No, Dove gives a fuck. Yeah. Honestly, that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the energy I'm on. Is literally like I only want to fuck people, fuck, fuck people, fuck with people. <laughs> I, I, I only want to fuck, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I only want to fuck with people that really genuinely give a fuck. Everybody else, because that's what time it is, you know. Like where where it's oversaturated, it's oversaturated as far as the industry, like entertainment and rappers and yeah. you know everything. Everybody's got to hustle. Everybody's doing everything. So it's gonna get to a point where literally everybody's a fucking you know something. Mm -hmm. So at this point, it's just like you just gotta have your tribe and have your people that really fuck with you and just put out great you know content and energy and that's it. So Dove, I've been fucking with her since 
that's since right before I signed to Atlantic, huh? Yep, 2011. Yeah. And, like, that's how, like, I'm cool with, like, Charlemagne and Sway and, like, a bunch of people. Like, back in the day, I was doing my rounds, but I was, like, you know, wasn't really shit and barely proven right, myself. Right, and right. everybody had me rapping and spitting bars and stuff. And now I'm at a point where, um, yeah, it I get to put on some artists that... You know, I never got a co-sign. I never got helped like that from any artist. So I'm just helping them out. Like there's, it's the straight handshake. Deal so right now. when did you decide this is what I want to do? I want to have my own label to put other people on. Because usually a lot of artists are, I mean, which is nothing wrong. You know, nothing mm -hmm. wrong with it. Like, let me just focus on myself and focus on getting to whatever your goal is as an yeah. artist. Yeah, I wish. I wish I, I had that freedom. Unfortunately, I'm representing for a whole culture that I actually give a fuck about. A lot of people wave the flag and, and do this, oh, Latinos, but it's because right now that's where the dollars are, but they mm -hmm. really don't give a fuck. I actually give a fuck. I actually care about the next generation of Hispanic rappers or Latino rappers or whatever you want to do right. or you want whatever you want to call it, specifically Mexican, because Mexicans do get the shitty end of the stick a lot from every other type of Latino. So to me, I just wanted to make sure that, of course, there's going to be people that are going to wave the flag and that are going to be like, yeah, our culture. But I just wanted to at least put in the pool some people that I know that are genuinely good fucking people, that genuinely give a fuck, that genuinely have good talent, and that are hard workers. So I took these guys on the road, and I, you know, the road ain't easy, but... I was just like, yo, you're going to fucking work. Like, just yeah. like I did. Like, yeah. you're going to, we're going to carry bins. We're going to sell shit. We're going to meet fans. We're going to do everything the the right way so that you do have that in you to be a great artist that has longevity. A lot of people just kind of get a single and, you know what I'm saying? I could sign people and put some money behind them and make them do a little press run and whatever, but we're doing it the other way. We're right. doing it touring. Yeah. There's people on the radio that can't tour like I tour. So Absolutely. I've been touring for like seven years and, you know, the venues I'm selling, I see certain artists, they can't sell that. So I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to put other people on to do it the right way. Even though to them, sometimes like whenever I'm talking to an artist... Because I have talked to other artists that I end up not, like, really working with because they have it all fucked up. Like, a lot of mm -hmm. people just want the little, you know, and it's like, no, that's not what it's about, bro. Like, you need to really develop a following. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do kind of what I saw was wrong with the industry when it came to pushing me. I'm trying to do that. Um myself and just kind of have people because i've always been doing merchandising i've always been doing like the 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 merch the studio shit the videos you know mm -hmm. i got all that like so at this point it's just like plugging people into a system that i think can work it's and really it's really interesting because a lot of people don't understand that there's like the power of like artists that tour and just do everything in-house and the amount of money and opportunity that comes with it yeah. i know and, and and it's so like it, again just to like what you said people think they're just happy with the little viral moment or the exposure, their little followers when they're really, there's nothing in the bank. Yeah. You know, they really don't understand and dissect the business of music and how important it is. I know. And there's artists that, listen, there's artists that have come up here, I'm like, I don't even know who this person is. I have to look them up. But, but yet, they're fucking selling shows all over, you know, the U.S. and, and maybe overseas. And, and it's like, you don't even need radio. They built their following, their true, genuine following on their own. And it's 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 incredible and so commendable because yeah. a lot of people won't really study the business of it and and it's not easy, bro. I know. I was yeah. gonna say I think Shit, you got your mom's easy. businesswoman savvy. <laughs> I think the swap meets that yeah. she was dragging you to, yeah. I think it ended up working out. Like yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. She used to um like she used to because she would go buy wholesale. She used to buy me like sharpeners and erasers, and then yeah. I would sell them at school. Or whatever. I got in trouble. I got suspended one time for doing that. But. <laughs> You know, they're just trying to hold a woman entrepreneur down. I love I it. Still went out there and kept selling Mexican a, candy. I think it's great. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I just wanted to really make a little like 
atmosphere that like my brother does all my music videos and editing and stuff like that I work with him daily my cousin does the merchandise shit so yeah. he screen prints and vinyl cut and so cool. embroider so to me it's just a cool way of um, having that quality of life being able to be at home but also working on my career so I like it I'm happy what was the first tour that you were on mm. the very first one the very first one I think it was with Cottonmouth Kings Dizzy Wright right yeah yeah, it was a long ass. Di oh my god, Dizzy's so dope. He's so crazy. Yeah. But that was the first time that I ever had gone on a tour, like, and I realized, holy shit, like we outsold everybody in merch. Like it was literally like my line was fucking huge. And I was just like, that I didn't know who my fans were. Or right. I, it was my first time ever like stepping out. And it was just like the whole shit. I was like, oh. So then by the next time I was just headlining and it was like I can actually sell, which I was crying before I headlined. I was like, what if nobody fucking shows up? And I went and it was like nationally and it was like people were showing up and I was like, what the fuck? I was, it was crazy. It, so it has to be, fun. oh yo, it has to be so fucking like nerve wracking. Cause look, when you're, at least when you're on tour with other people, right? And this is just me, like, you know how you feel insecure? Like, okay, yeah. well at least their fans will come too and their fans will come too. Yeah. And my, hopefully my fans will come too, you know? Yeah. And then headlining your own shit. Yeah. Like that's all you. Yeah. Yeah. That has then, to be an incredible feeling. Yeah, I just did, what, the Denver 1,200 people, and I just, like, looked at them, and I was like, what the fuck? And then it's crazy, because whenever, like, I meet random people, and then they go like, oh, if there's, like, a conversation of, like, what are you in town for, whatever, yeah. and then I'll show them my show, and they're like, oh, that's cool, who did you open up for? And I'm like, no, that's me, bitch, like, the fuck? <laughs> it's always, like, the who did you open up for? And right. I'm like, no, like, we, like, that's, that's, that's the fans. So it's cool. Have you got? Like have you toured out of the country? Yeah. Where? Well, I've, Where no, have you been? I've gone. No, I've gone to Sweden, Mexico. Barely. I was supposed to go to Europe last year, but I didn't drop a project. Like last year, I literally toured once. Like I, I toured once, and then I toured again off one song. Like I, and it wasn't even a, like a radio single. It was just like I dropped that because I was waiting. I was kind of waiting on Atlantic to see what they were going to do. They didn't do shit, so I was like, "Well, I'm going to hit the road anyway." Yeah. So I went and did my thing, and that's what finally made me be like, "Okay." I think we should part ways. And that's what made them be okay with it. Because they're like, you know what? You're right. Just fucking do your thing. I was like, all right. So um, this is the year that I'm finally going to drop a project and songs and do a bunch of shit. And then I'm going to go to Europe. Have you already started? Uh, with music? Yeah. Yeah. I told you I got that Gaslight song. It's fucking dope. Okay. I like it. And I have a bunch of, yeah. I dropped a couple little whatever songs on the like YouTube and they're doing good. So I'm excited. I just saw a picture of your, um, this is such a tight photo of her show. Look. And it's, uh, you know, it says, maybe the industry people ignore me, but my fans know 2018. Holy this is shit. fucking dope. Where is so that from? Lit. Yeah, it's from Denver. That's like a month ago. So lit. Yeah. Well, I was in Denver like a month ago. Yeah. yeah. As soon as as soon as this bitch was in Denver, I saw her with like an oxygen mask. Yeah. I was in Aspen doing the same so thing. I was near Aspen. It's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Like, I get so sick. I go every year, and I get so sick every year. It's, I did a I Colorado. Like I did a whole disgusting. Colorado run. I was like, why are we, why did we do this right now that it's snowing and ice everywhere? I was like, what? And the altitude? It's yeah. crazy. Imagine rapping fast. I cannot, because just, like, just walking, I was like. <gasps> yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy here last night. I was like it was, crying. No, yesterday, no. I mean, it was insane. I had tears. My frozen, girlfriend was making fun of tears. me because I was like, <laughs> no, a couple things. I was just like, well, your girl's in Brooklyn, and so she's like, I already been through yeah, this. She's I, used to it. Yeah. <laughs> she's 
was like, give me my North Face. I'm good. Yeah, just like she was crying on tour life when I first took her on tour. And she was like, I can't do this. I was like, she's probably getting some of her, like, yeah, bitch, deal with the cold. But whatever. Yo, for anyone who's listening, just know that yesterday was like negative. It felt, well, with the, with the wind chill, it, it was felt. negative. Oh. Seven, I think, or negative two, or something. When I checked, like, it was like blades it were was, on my face. It was like nine degrees, and I remember I stepped out, and I was like, "That's exactly how I feel." Like someone just cut up my face. It was seven oh. degrees this morning when I brought Kira to school. Oh. I know. But here we are. Listen, sometimes people who live in New York, we ask ourselves, "Why?" Yay! It's twenty three now. It's warming <laughs> yes. up. We wow. rejoice <laughs> at things like that, like yes. thirty degrees. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, Wait, "My face hurts." Like, why did I? Why did I? Why, why let me here again? Oh, because it's a fucking incredible city. And it makes you stronger, and you just thug it out no matter how cold it is. You gotta That's keep right. going. You gotta keep moving. We are in an abusive relationship <laughs> yeah. with New York. That is the and we're realest not shit I've ever That's heard. What it is. Yeah. I'm in an abusive relationship with New York, <laughs> and we're not leaving. Yeah. Yo, what made you decide to um to start your vlog and make things a little bit more personal? <laughs> um, I, I've always kind of like I'll dabble and I'll drop a couple like vlogs here and there about just life because mm-hmm. I do like talking and I'm a like I just have I'm a peep, creepy people watcher so like I a lot of times I'm just like sitting there with my philosophies on people um but I do feel especially now with my kid growing up and he's just like he's so interesting you know what I'm saying and like my family's so interesting and like I just I don't know I wanted a way to kind of be able to be around but also still kind of feel like I'm being productive so putting it out there and like the fans get to see a different side of me a lot of people think because I am such a like you know rapidy rap rapper they think I'm like sitting around aggressively battling everybody <laughs> so I'm just like so here's what I do on the regular and then, like I actually have a normal life we have more in common than you think yeah so it's it's been cool and I don't know I just it's just been fun. Like, uh, I was at home for the holidays. Really, that's how it started. Yeah. And then it started because I was defending myself from a f- story that happened. And somebody said their side of the story. So I was like, well, let me say my side. And then it just became like a bunch of people were like, can you make more videos? I was like, all right, cool. You're like, all right, I'm in. It was a crazy strip club moment. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> yeah. gotcha, gotcha. My girlfriend snatched somebody's weave. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it happens. Yeah, it, it happens. happens. So I'm yeah. curious, what part of Mexico is your family from? Um, Zacatecas and Michoacan. Okay, okay. I went to Mexico City like in, when did I go in August? I think like August like or September. Yeah, well, September. I grew up, I grew up I grew up until I was I moved I moved originally I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, but I moved here when I was nineteen. Mm-hmm. So I you know I, I became a woman in New York City, right? But I always I grew up with you know around a lot of Mexican people and going to Mexico a lot a lot a lot. Well, only because you know you you go across the border you could party your ass off and just act wild yes and do whatever the fuck you want. Did you, know? you ever go to mysteries or like animal or like any of those? And on, I didn't, I didn't. Um, but I will tell you something about Mexico. And I went, I recently, I was like, yo, I really want to go to Frida Kahlo's house. Like that was like on my bucket list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Me and my friends were like, let's just go. Mm-hmm. We made like a date, we booked it, and we went. 
And I, you know, I kept telling my friends, there's something so magical and so fucking incredible about Mexico. Yeah. Mexico City is so fucking dope in all levels, like from the food and like from the street food to like, I went to some amazing restaurants and I met so many chefs that are like either from Mexico or coming to Mexico to learn about like, you know, like the different types of foods and, you know, there's different types of foods in all the regions, but there's something so incredible and spooky and eerie and, and, and amazing about Mexico that I, I keep telling people. Like we went to, um, I'll tell you the name right now. I did. I, I, I what did. What about this. the Doll Island? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna tell her oh about the Doll Island. God. <laughs> hold on, I'm about to tell you. Bitch. I'm about oh to tell God. you. I'm gonna tell you the. Hold on, I gotta look it up. Though I gotta look it up because I've been traveling a lot. There's this place that I went to. Hold on, it's like, like you know where you party like on a boat. Hold on, it's called Xochimilco. Oh, okay. Right, so it's uh-huh. all these canals, and then you could you could basically like just drink and eat tacos on a, on the boat. But as you go. There was, there was this part where it was, like, all these, like, creepy doll heads. And they just looked creepy. And when I looked at it, I took a picture of it. Next thing you know, my girlfriend was like, bro, that's that's one of the most haunted places, like, in the world. And it's, like, this <laughs> creepy-ass story about, like, you know, these dolls are there because this girl ended up, this guy found her, like, dead holding a doll, like, in the river. And, like, it's all this, like, you know, like, spooky, like, yeah. crazy shit that happens. And I'm obsessed with looking, watching, like, documentaries and stuff about all the crazy shit that happens, like, in the small towns. Yeah, in Mexico. Yeah. Well, my mom's from a really, really small town. And, um... There was a lot of creepy stories over there and like, don't go to this section because there's like witches. And you're yeah. like, ah. So, yeah, Mexico is crazy. Like the culture, everything. That's why I'm so proud. Right, you know, right, right. it's because it is so dope. And I do think sometimes, you know, how the way people talk about about Mexico or Mexicans is like, it's like, no, nah. like, it's, of course, you know what I'm saying? It deserves a lot of respect. So, um, yeah, it's awesome. And I and I actually just. I'm talking right now to my manager about like I need to go to Mexico and like just fucking camp out. Like yeah. I need to work out there. I just went and we did Pepsi Center with this this artist named Aleman, and it was it's crazy. Like the hip hop scene in Mexico is insane. And I, I, I'm trying to remember some artists just came back. I can't from the top of my head who just happened to pop in. They're like, yeah, we just killed Mexico City. It was one of the fucking most lit shows I've ever done. Yeah, yeah, yeah like Mexico the, City it's, is it's dope. A, it's amazing. Mexico period is just incredible. But anyway, all right. So, what do you have coming up? I heard you have a a, a clothing collaboration with K Swiss. Um. Yeah. Well, shoe collaboration. Shoe, right? Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. How involved um, were you in this whole process? We're in the middle of that. Did you right work now. with Homie or Patrick? Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Barney. Because yeah, yeah, I did yeah. something with them, and yeah. me and Laura did a whole thing with them. We yeah. um had a booth at Complex Con. We did improper etiquette, and it was like in conjunction with my brand and K Swiss. That's fucking dope. Yeah, yeah they're, they're doing awesome. some really cool shit, and like they're like from the entrepreneurial side of of yep. it. It's like it's really dope. So yeah, and oh, well, they had talked to me about the uh the Dreamer shoe because they did a shoe for Dreamers. That's right. So that's why I came in, and then they were like, "Well, do you want to do anything with us?" And I was like, "Sure, fuck that's it." That's so like, cool. Mexicans what, what, love K Swiss. What is the what is the Dreamer shoe about? Um, so just in support for the the maybe some dreamers. of the money goes yeah. to dreamers yeah, or something. It went, well, it went to a, I wonder. If, well, homie's from he's Dominican. He's Dominican. I don't know. If yeah, it has yeah. Anything to do with, like, and him. I didn't know his name was Homie. Like his name is actually yeah, Homie. Because yeah, yeah. the dude was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's like this proper dude, and he's like, yeah, Homie's coming, and yeah, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. Homie. I'm like, homie. He's talking about this. His homie. <laughs> the homie's Dominican. He is. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 What was, was your question? No, I said maybe it was like maybe he came up with it because it's like oh yeah 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 that's tight though helping. I just I, I like that companies now are are helping 
people out. Like, that's cool because we do all have some sort of accountability um, as much as a lot yep. of people are just like, well, we stay out of those politics. Right. It's like, you should not because these are the people that are supporting your fucking brand. So Hello. how about speak up? But yeah. Um, I have that coming up. I have a project coming up. I definitely have a bunch of Spanish stuff coming up. Um, and just keep doing what I've been doing. Kind of just more free and happy and yeah. Wait, do you rap in Spanish too? Yeah. That's sick. Well, That's... Spanish is my first language. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I've met some rappers who can't do it. It'll be like, yeah, I speak Spanish, but I can't do it. Oh. Because they think like in English or they're faster. I think in you know Spanish. What I mean? you, you think in Spanish? Yeah, there's so many times when like I've I've stumbled upon having like a, a big word in English just because I translated it and <laughs> yeah, I yeah. hoped for the best. I'll be like, oh, cool. Like it is a word like inundated or like sequestered. Like I'll say those words. And my brother will be like, that's unnecessary. I'm like, it's because I thought it in Spanish, yeah, yeah. which is inundado, sequestrado. Right, like, right, right, so, right, 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 right. I don't know. There's sometimes when they're deaf, it's not a word. And people are just like, what the fuck did you just say? I'm like, oh. You know what I meant. I'm like, you know exactly what I fucking meant. <laughs> it's funny because I think in English and then I translate it in Spanish. It's weird. But when I'm home with my parents, I think in Spanish. I don't know. I, I know it sounds a little weird. Yeah. But I grab and I whatever need to comes. learn another language. Yeah. <laughs> I grab whatever comes first. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like when yeah, you're trying yeah, to speak yeah, fast, yeah. you're just like whatever pops in your head. But yeah, my mom only speaks Spanish. Her English is a has a Filipino accent, which is strange to me. But... Uh. <laughs> It happens. Yeah. It's it a, happens. When you're raised around all kind of different people from all different walks of life, it happens. Yeah. Question for you. Okay, so right now you're in New York. Are oh. you working on music? Are you on part of, uh, you jumping on stage somewhere? What are we doing? I, I came with Dove and I'm okay. like, I'm pretty much just, since I am independent, I'm just like, you know, I'm just linking up with everybody and just be like, hey, I'm here and available for all opportunity that life <laughs> wants to present t to me right now. So yeah, I'm pretty much just trying to shake up my energy because I was in a really dark place last year. Yeah. So I'm trying to just be productive and run around and kind of, you know, make sure my frequency is not... That of people who were around me kind of making it negative. Right. Yeah. You have a Freezing my ass off. You That's have a, what I'm doing. Well, yeah, with the rest of us. So welcome. Yeah. Are you have a listening event coming up? Yeah. When is it? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh, shit. The <laughs> it's 23rd. Yeah. yeah. It's private, though. It's private. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. So you maybe, can't go. <laughs> maybe the fans will be able to see some of your stuff through your social media. Yeah. DM me. I might, I might just meet up people, to be honest. Like, I might do, like, a come to the fucking club or something, some random thing. Because, like I said, I'm just... I'm I'm treating myself like a brand new artist, even though, you know, everything that. is good. Yeah. Like, um, because... You know, I'm Mexican and we like to work hard, so here I am. So I love that. <laughs> All right, let's do so. All right, so I'm Snow, just so you know, we have people that write into us, like okay. listener letters, and we have some really dope ones. Listen, people hit us up with amazing messages, and sometimes they give us like crazy scenarios. Oh, so, and I, you know, people kind of trust us with some advice. I don't know why sometimes, but <laughs> people seem to get a <laughs> kick out of it. Okay. But, but we've had, you know, we've had some incredible moments where we've like, you know, spoken. They tell us crazy shit. Where yeah. We're like, what? Like, <laughs> oh my God. But it's, it's amazing. Really, but it's been really cool sometimes, too, because we've actually gotten to meet a lot of the girls. Like, we, we've done, we work with a charity called I Support the Girls. That's dope. And uh, where we collect um, feminine hygiene products and gently use bras for women in homeless shelters. Which we That's have to dope. get back to doing yeah. an event for that. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to, we're planning on doing another one. But we've met incredible, like, Maybe we can do listeners. one with yeah, you no, to help yeah. some women who are came from Mexico and are in immigration centers or whatever. We can figure yeah, something out. I'm down to help okay. everybody. Go. Good. All right, so... 
day one male listener here, and I wanted to congratulate you on all your success thus far with the podcast and wish you both nothing but continued blessings in the new year. Seeking advice from the female perspective, my wife and I have been together for 13 years, met in college at 17 years old, married three years now, and enjoyed a very healthy sex life throughout. Everything from fucking in Central Park, threesomes, toys, and even discussions of experimenting the swinger lifestyle. Oh, wow. The only issue is my wife hasn't fully lost her post-pregnancy weight, and I think it's slightly taking a toll on her sexual self-confidence. Even when I assure her that she's still as beautiful as she was when we met and that I'd eat her ass at the drop of a dime. <laughs> I love this guy. He sounds like yeah. a sweetheart. She still isn't 100% sexually confident as she once was. We were on the verge of having another threesome until we found out we were having our child. She still has her eyes on females every now and then and assures me that she's ready to get back to get in once she gets back to her ideal weight, losing approximately 15 pounds. Girl, that's nothing. But... The hard part for me is that I'd never call her out if she isn't sticking to her diet or working out as much as she should. Although threesomes are fun and what man wouldn't want to see his wife enjoying another woman, I'm not selfish enough to hold her to her word or push her for, or push for something I'm lucky to have even experienced in the first place. Good idea. I'm ha- very happy with our se- with how our sex life is now, but I, how do I help her get back to where she wants to be so we can both continue to enjoy our sexual ex- escapades and help my wife get her groove back? Appreciate any feedback advice. Mr. M. <laughs> Why are you cracking up? She, does she like girls? Do you guys want to what? No, I'm just thinking. No, she no, does. Not I'm us. like, no, what? Like, <laughs> No, I'm just like thinking girls? like because he, he, he sounds like a nice guy and like she's not trying to fuck with him. Maybe she's but like, she likes the, the girls. I don't know. Maybe she's cheating. I'm not trying to. No, no, man. I don't oh think she's cheating. Oh, my God. I don't think she's cheating. Oh God, I'm sorry, no, no, no. I don't think she's cheating. I don't think. I'm just. Sorry, Mr. M. <laughs> no, Mr. M sounds nice. Mr. You're a M nice guy. Sweet. Yeah. No. Tell her to get on keto. <laughs> you know what? Actually, it's, it, keto it's good advice. Yes. Keto might work. And they should do it together. That's how yeah. you do it. That's how you. Absolutely. Is you work out together. You eat healthy together and, and, make, I feel and like, make a pact like okay we're gonna hold each other accountable because we're trying to hit a goal right you should tell her honey you know what since you've been wanting to get back in shape i think i need to do the same thing too right and i want you to help me and then she's gonna feel a responsibility to like because this is what i yeah. did with my, yeah. my fucking in central park walk around it yeah <laughs> great take a jog right yeah let's <laughs> jog together babe no i think i don't get enough information from that though only because he's like he like he sounds like a really nice guy but it's like he didn't he just said she's not trying to do nothing yeah. well, she's well, not she trying wants, to do the she, threesome she's not trying to do the threesome oh well then what's he tripping he's, about i know he's tripping about that he <laughs> wants two girls that That's too but i also think he generally sounds like he's concerned though you know like he wants to get his the diet too yeah his stuff. wife backed in the swing of things and yeah. he, he wants her to feel confident so I think that's a great idea like have her try the keto because it's yeah. apparently it's working for everybody because yeah, bitches real. are out here looking popping with this keto diet straight up so and I do I, I like your um, I like your pr- proposition Leah do it as a, as a team you know what I mean that we can hold each other accountable and not feel guilty about it like you don't feel like you're the one that's pointing the finger yeah, because if you're just sitting there eating fucking Cheetos being like did you hit the gym yet <laughs> you know you're gonna like a piece of shit it's so it's totally fucked up, so don't God. do that. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. I right. turned my boyfriend into a fucking monster. He's like, are you working out every day because you really need to me? I was, I was like, you haven't worked out in like 10 years up until a month ago when I bought you your <laughs> personal training lessons, and now you're keeping tabs on me, dude? What the fuck? Get out of here. Well, that's a good way to do it together. <laughs> 
Even though Snow, your girl's baking delicious cupcakes while you're trying to stick to your. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make pasta. I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Yeah, no, it doesn't work out. <laughs> you do- I don't work out. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. You want to do one more? No, that's no, all I that's have. It. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not signed in, and that was just on the prep. So all right, that's, that's all I got. Good. Snow, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. You're it's fucking down to earth so and amazing. Really you have outside. great Thank energy you. and super smart. And I love how you took everything, all your experiences, the highs, the lows, and you've made it work for you in your way. Thank you. And I love that you're now helping other artists do the same thing. Hell that's yeah. great. Where can, yeah. where can people stalk you at? Uh, Instagram, Snow the Product, Twitter, everything. Everything is just Snow the Product with a T-H-A. And, um, yeah, YouTube, Everyday Days. Go watch my girlfriend eat leaves. <laughs> <laughs> They're just laughing. I know, she was drunk. I don't know why she likes to eat leaves. She shouldn't do it in New York. Huh? There's, like, poisonous leaves? shit. Don't eat the oh, leaves. Oh, wait, you ate leaves up from the street? Yeah. Don't eat the leaves. You oh, never you know what kind of shit on the leaves. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She was like, they look so good, and just started eating them. And I was like, what? Don't do that. Yeah. That's hilarious. I'm going to go watch that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Improper Etiquette, we're out of here. Follow us at Improper Etiquette Pod on Instagram. Yeah. And Improper Etiquette Podcast.com, our website. I have to think it through, guys. And then Improper a lot. Etiquette Podcast at gmail.com. Email us. Oh, boom. Bye, guys. Peace. <laughs>